Hello, my name is Morgan Gray, and welcome back to the Afrocentric Podcast. and then go home and be white? It only takes a little bit of white brainwash to activate the cool chip in the average Negro. And a lot of white folk have demonstrated eloquently that they don't have no sense. And we are back with the Afrocentric Podcast. Yes, the title of this episode is Freestyle 13. Y'all know TT is old. Every time I turn around, bitch, you know I'm old, bitch, you know I'm old, bitch, you know I'm old, bitch. It's my birthday, y'all. It's my birthday, y'all. And this episode is dedicated to me and my greatness and grandiosity because the world has circulated another 365 days back to the best day of the year, April 9th. And it just so happens to be Easter. Shout out to me and Jesus. So today I am going to be sharing 26 lessons I've learned as a black woman before I turn 26. And I just want to let you guys know that these life lessons are going to be talked about from an Afrocentric perspective, and they're going to be raunchy, they're going to be real, they might be a little racist, and we're going to have fun, and hopefully we can keep some game, yeah, and hopefully you guys can come out of this learning something, and I'm giving you the pleasure to be able to see what goes on inside of my fantastic mind, because who doesn't want to see a peak within my fucking psyche? I mean, let's be fucking for real. So, I hope you guys enjoy these beautiful lessons that I have obtained throughout my walk called life. She's mad because she's old. It ain't got nothing to do with me. It ain't got nothing to do with me, bitch. If you your age, what that got to do with me, bitch? Margarita. Lesson number one, don't let your boyfriend stop you from finding your husband. I feel like that's pretty self-explanatory for all the young women and young ladies out here listening. 
I'm just saying, don't put all your eggs in one basket. Sprinkle, sprinkle. Number two, self-control is the highest form of self-love. I personally believe that you are a reflection of what you do. And self-discipline isn't just about willpower. It is about having a positive outlook on yourself as well as on life. And as you improve yourself, you improve your life, okay? So when I see, specifically when I'm dating, when I'm talking to black men, because I, as a black woman, have dated black men throughout the course of my life, one of the biggest red flags I've ever noticed is that a lot of black men lack self-discipline and self-control, and it is very unattractive. It is a huge no-no for me because if I know that that nigga cannot control himself, control his hands, control his temperament, he cannot love himself. And it's something that I truly mean from the bottom of my heart. And the new men that came out this last couple of years, <laughs> y'all are fucked up. You're some beggar, beggar, crybaby, PlayStation playing ass, stinky feet having, only fuck you good the first six months of the relationship and then start giving you two minutes worth of dick. Capri Sun drinking, lunchable eating, broke ass, don't bring nothing in the house, don't bring in no groceries, don't fix nothing, don't know how to fix nothing, don't know how to put boxes. nothing together, don't carry nothing, don't clean nothing, raggedy, smelly feet ass and niggas. Mm -hmm. You new niggas are too comfortable not having shit and asking women for shit when you should be ashamed of yourself, you're grandfather would never you think he asked Esther can he borrow $60 fuck no he went out and got and did whatever he had to do and he did it without no shoes because they didn't even put niggas in shoes back in the day you new niggas that came out we are saying no thank you to you raggedy motherfuckers we don't want nothing to do with you and I don't know how y'all even walking around with these poo shiesies on oh that's how because you're ashamed because you're disgusting and you beg and you play victim all the time and you bunch of fucking narcissists blaming everybody for your motherfucking problems except for the ashy nigga in the mirror which is you Raheem it's your fault that you're not winning because you don't try hard enough nigga you jealous of every bitch around you because she busting her fucking ass with a scrub setting on this bitch don't even get no motherfucking sleep but she going from school to work from school to work to work to school because she got dreams and she going fucking accomplishment so she can give it the fuck she want she not blaming them on her absentee father like you do so with that being said do better niggas because it's disgusting and if you want to fuck with me and get along get prepared to get fucked in your ass build up to your butthole baby we getting all the fantasies out here if i pay the bills motherfucker lesson number three when have you ever benefited from a doubt? Okay. So the phrase give the benefit of the doubt means to regard someone as their behavior is right. Despite the fact that you are not sure that it is. Okay. So picture it, Sicily, 1658. Um, you down and you meet you a nigga and y'all say y'all talking. And y'all go out on a little date and whatnot. And you sleep with him. And then the next day, you don't hear from him. And then you don't hear from him for three more fucking days. And then he hits you back up on the fourth day. And he's like, hey, I'm back. Um, my phone's dead. And I've been busy. And you decide to give that nigga a benefit of a doubt. And you ain't never once benefited from it because your ass looks stupid. So I just wanted to make it an emphasis to let you guys know that people will view your empathy as a as, as, as a weakness and they will try to exploit it if they have the opportunity to be able to do so. So your ass need to learn when to start giving people a benefit of the doubt. Lesson number four, no matter where you go, no matter where you are, near and far, there's always a coon in the mist. Let me say that again. No matter where you go, there's always a coon in the mist. I.e., not all kin folk, all skin folks ain't kin folks. Okay? Please be weary of the company that you keep as you start elevating and navigating different spaces. And going into different places because you elevating. Yes, you are TT baby. Yes, you are TT baby. You was elevating. You gonna learn that it's some colored people out here that look like you that is not moving on the same accord. So be weary of that. Amen. We're gonna open up a mental health rehabilitation hospital for political coonery.
Dr. Papa Mental Health Hospital for Coons. Number five, your energy is sacred. Your energy is very sacred. Be mindful of your energy. You cannot pour from an empty cup. And you need to be also weary of energy vampires. There are people that will come around you and try to take your energy. And as a black person, your energy is going to be maximized and charged. Because we're the real superheroes. Let's be honest out here. You have to guard and protect yourself. You, you need to be prayed up. Or, or, or guard it up whichever way you decide to protect yourself. Don't even let these folks touch you or touch your hair, Samson. Protect yourself or wreck yourself. Here are some people that you need to stay away from and avoid. People that always want to be friends with everybody that comes through their lives. Typically, these people love to hang out in big groups of friends or they do this to maintain some type of status, some type of image. And this usually stems from some type of insecurity or some type of dark past that that person has been carrying. Therefore, they feel the need to constantly be friends with everybody or they feel the need for everybody to know who they are. This is how you can identify narcissistic friends. These types of people typically don't have, hey, where are you going? And typically these people have no sense of discernment for themselves. And a lot of the times the reasoning behind them having this need to be friends with everybody and know everything about everybody is because whenever something pops out, like a problem surfaces, the people around them they do this so they won't perceive that person in a certain way. That's why they become friends with absolutely everybody. It's just so people won't perceive them a certain way when shit goes down. Other people that you should stay away from is friends with absolutely no self-control or discipline. These types of friends are usually the ones that are always trying to get you out to drink or they always have to have a drink in their hand or they're always looking for an opportunity for them to get fucked up and like these types of people, please avoid them. People like this usually battle with addiction problems and they don't even realize it because they've normalized it so much that they don't even realize that they're being reliant on substances. It's almost like they seek an opportunity each time to numb themselves. Stay away from people who do not have their shit together. Typically, these types of people are the ones who always want to rely on you, okay? They want to maintain a relationship with you, some type of connection with you, and then whenever some shit pops up in their lives, they know where to go to. They will rely on you. These are typically the ones that will constantly rely on you whenever they have a problem in their lives, especially financially. And if you allow it once or twice, they will get used to it. So it's very important for you to stay away from these types of people. Other types of friends or people that you need to avoid is people that you have to constantly baby. People that you constantly feel like you have to be their mother. You're constantly calling them out on shit, telling them where they went wrong, where should they fix it. They constantly come to you for trauma dumping and they expect you to be their personal therapist, okay? Avoid these people at all costs. Like, I'm telling y'all right now. It's not only draining for yourself, because it's one thing to tell people and give people advice, but if you keep doing the same shit over, you're having, you're, you're, it's a pattern. And at this point, you're wasting my fucking time. Lesson number six. Approach everything with the audacity of a middle-aged, rich, white woman and carry yourself with the confidence of a mediocre white man. So... The main focus on this is self-doubt. Let that shit go. That shit go out the window. All the rules go out the window when you navigating the earth as a black person. Okay? Studies have consistently found that men overestimate their abilities and performances, and women often do the opposite. Underqualified and unprepared men Rich white men, mediocre white men often don't think twice about leaning in. And overqualified and overprepared black women and black men still tend to hold back. Black women often feel confident only when they are perfect or practically perfect. But I'm here to remind y'all motherfuckers that perfection is merely a social construct. There's no such thing as perfection. So throw that shit out the window too. As black people, we got to learn how to ignore self-doubt. 
y'all gotta learn how to occupy the space or to y'all gotta learn how to appear on panels speak on television do the things that you are qualified overqualified and well licensed to do and don't worry about other motherfuckers learn to lean in there's an old saying in Tennessee, I know it's in Texas, probably in Tennessee, that says, fool me once, shame on, shame on you. <laughs> if fool me, we can't get fooled again. And I just wanted to let y'all know that you better believe that if you let a nigga shenan once, his ass gonna shenan again. Let me tell you something. If you ever let a nigga slide, he will always get in that bitch and get the roller blade. Please don't be ignorant. That's not your purpose. That's not your mission. Stop giving these motherfuckers a benefit of the doubt. And remember that TT told you so. I might tell you a joke, but I'll never tell you a lie. I'm telling you. I might tell you a joke, but I never tell you a lie. Yeah, I'm real. For real, for sure. Lesson number seven. As black people, it is our civic duty to embrace the struggle. Let TT break this shit down for you now. Okay. The struggle as a black person is a plight that we all have to fight. But instead of talking down upon it, as black people, we are called to embrace it. This is something that many black women activists emphasized on during the 1970s and 1980s. Most notably is going to be the Honorable Asada Shakur, whose name literally translates to she who struggles because she embraced it. Our job on this earth during this walk of life is to learn how to navigate these streets struggle and lift up our other brothers and sisters as we climb into the unknown and as we continue to do that we will continue to lift each other out of poverty and then when we cross over there's more work to be done learn to embrace the struggle it's not always the most terrible thing because from the struggle is where the most art is born the most creativity the most wisdom is gained the most confidence is come. That's where that shit come from. So learn to walk through that shit. Whether you scared, whether whether you alone, whether you broke, learn to embrace the struggle. Lesson number eight. It is better to be feared than to be loved if you cannot be both. That shit come from a white man named Machiavelli. So Nicola Machiavelli was a political theorist from the Renaissance period. Period. And in his most notable work, The Prince, he wrote that it is better to be feared than to be loved if one cannot be both. In fact, he argued that fear is a better motivator than love, which is why it is more effective for a tool to be used by leaders. In fact, Machiavelli claimed that it is better to be feared because it is safer than to be loved, since people with fear can be easierly manipulated and controlled into following the demands or the rules that you might have to provide. Simple like that. Real easy. Lesson number nine. And this for you stank attitude ass bitches. TT wanted to let y'all know that you can catch more flies with honey than you can with vinegar. Yeah. Let me tell you something. It's more effective to be polite. And flattery will get you any fucking where. That shit is much better than to be hostile and or demanding. And they go for you ignorant ass in seal ass niggas with your missing locks in the back you can win way more people over if you being nice and polite and kind and like i said flattery will get you anywhere in this motherfucker act like you know something have it all and nobody to share it with vanessa that is a good man you got up there and the way you treat him is a shame i don't know too many that's gonna put up with you dear <laughs> i don't understand a girl like you
Lesson number 10, when we are regarding the world, I need y'all to know that everyone will not see the vision that the divine has given to you. It is not your responsibility to explain, to defend, or even feel the need to come to the abat of, come back to what you know God has in store for you. Move in silence. Everybody don't need to know what the fuck you doing anyway. And that's on period. Lesson number 11, what other people have to say about you is none of your business, okay? The most destructive thing that you could ever do is believe something that someone else has to say about you. You have to stop letting other people's opinions control you. You are who the fuck you answer to and stop allowing other people to define you. You need to learn how to define yourself. Now, me personally... Me, like in my personal walk with Christ, I do in fact have a long list of words, vocabulary terms, I can pull them up right now, of adjectives and nouns that I use to personally define myself just to let motherfuckers know I know who I am and y'all can't tell me because I'll tell you. Niggas that try to get up in here and get to telling you who you is, but that shit is irrelevant when you know who you are. Okay. I am fully aware of what y'all say about me. Number one, and I don't give a f <laughs> Lesson number 19, everyone is not as knowledgeable as you are. And I think that a lot of people need to understand this. People are so arrogant. I understand that I'm a highly intelligent individual. And with that comes with a level of responsibility that I have to carry because I be around a lot of dumbass motherfuckers in Mississippi. So I have to understand that everybody is not as smart as I am. So when I approach people, I be kind. I take that time and I let them take their time. I'm not rude. I don't try to force feed information and I try to my best to make people feel comfortable. And that's just a form of hospitality to me. And I wish and I hope that some people catch on to this grass because everybody do not like a smart ass. In fact, nobody likes a smart ass. Learn to empathize with people who are not on the same level as you and carry yourself as such. And I know this is mean, but the slower the bitch, the more they'll get smart. People that are kind of stupid, <laughs> I kid you not. People that are kind of stupid, right? They'll start arguments because they don't know what else to say. Yeah. Or they'll be snip, like snip, snippy or um, a little spicy because they don't I know, know how to mean. converse. They'll just mean. be like aggressive or whatever. And then when you have a real conversation because they don't know how to, they can't talk about politics or what's going on or how they feel or religion, they think because they're fucking stupid. When their brain gets scrambled, they just... Lash out. They don't There's like, nothing else to bring to this. You know what I mean? To this conversation, which is like kind of sad. And I'm a lot of things. I'm even dippy, but I ain't no fucking dummy. And I can hold a conversation like, bitch, I don't want to have this aggressive ass back and forth with you. Lesson number 13. Call motherfuckers out the first time they fuck with you. Did you hear me? Y'all going to learn. Do not let these motherfuckers come up here and pick with you. Do not allow people to belittle you. Cut that shit off at the root. Cut it off. Set it off. Don't let these people play with you. Show them motherfuckers you a real gangster. That your bandana hang and your dick swing. Call them out and make sure that you know. Now, don't be stupid. Don't get to calling people out and you don't know what you're talking about. You know, take you a day or two. Sit down, think about what you're going to say. Maybe get you a pen and pencil paper and write it down. Rehearse it in the mirror. Okay? But but call them out. Because I told y'all, y'all let motherfuckers slide. They'll get to doing the cha-cha slide on your ass. They'll get to doing the Cupid shuffle. Don't let them people fuck with you, y'all TT babies. Okay? And if they do, y'all call TT. I got a gun. How about that? Say it with me. I am not a lame-ass bitch. I will not be treated like a lame-ass bitch. I will respect myself. 
And anybody who wants to be in my life will respect me. Thank you. Lesson number 14, advocate for yourself. Never in your life allow yourself to be the motherfucker that they send to go get the reloads from the gas station. Speak up for yourself. If you don't speak up for yourself, who the fuck will speak up for yourself? Speak up for yourself when things are very jovial, very small. Speak up for yourself when you are in large situations. And speak up for motherfuckers who do not have a voice. That is something that I definitely take to heart. One thing you ain't going to do is run over me. And I'm always going to stand up for myself and what I believe in. But I had to first learn to advocate for myself. Because if I don't help myself, I can't help nobody. All right, TT's babies. Um, Let me put y'all on a little bit game. Lesson number 15. People love to talk about themselves. I think this is a great lesson when you are communicating and interacting with people and you consider yourself to be socially awkward. I just want you to keep in mind that a great way to make a motherfucker talk or to get a motherfucker talking or to hear what a motherfucker got to say is to ask them about themselves. A motherfucker won't shut up talking about themselves. I think that's a great way to sweet talk people or to get information that you otherwise would not have. Stop talking about yourself. Especially if you're in, if you're in a bad mood and you don't want to talk about yourself. Ask somebody about their life. They won't stop talking. Lesson number 16. Be kind with yourself. Be patient with yourself. Um, I particularly love this lesson. This is something I had to learn for myself. Because um, I used to beat myself up. That little voice in the back of my head was really hard on me. And I was really hard on myself because I am a perfectionist. So as time has moved on, I had to learn to be kind to myself, to speak kind things to myself, and to learn how to love myself. And that is something that I definitely want a lot of y'all to, I don't know, pick up and grasp. And it follows with be patient with yourself. Like, Everything does not happen overnight. You got to learn how to take shit day by day. Just imagine you ain't got no edges. What you going to do? You ain't got no choice but to be patient. You got to put a little oil on it. You had to put a little saran wrap on it, you know. Massage it a little bit, the vitamin E, you know what I'm saying? Be patient. And eventually, if you don't have alopecia, shout out to Jada, your edges will grow back. So, in turn, be patient with yourself and love on yourself. So, lesson number 17. Never be afraid to learn something. Because the moment that you stop learning is the moment that you start dying. I guess this one goes out to all the old heads that only read the Bible. That's the only, and I don't even know if they read the Bible. Or for these dumbass niggas. I don't know. Our generation has become so accustomed to being spoon-fed information and then being forced to regurgitate information. It is as if they have forgotten the struggles and the joys of learning in the learning process. And it is really bad. So not having new experiences and learning new things will slow your brain down and it will make it less responsive. Okay, Google it. So, adults, grown people, learning is good for your health. And it has been shown to slow down the onset and progression of Alzheimer's, dementia, as well as preventing general slowing of your mental facilities, i.e., read a book, TikTok, Facebook, them little games, Sudoku, that shit don't count. Y'all need to actually... Start learning something. Hobbies. It don't even have to be educational. Learn how to carve some wood. You know? It ain't no more good. Uh, What is it? Smiths. Metal smiths. Niggas ain't making hammers and knives and shit out of wood. Wood and, and metal and shit no more. Y'all gotta start learning how to do shit. Y'all niggas don't even learn new words. I remember in 2020, the biggest word y'all learned that year was pandemic. Yes. 
And I was very disappointed in a lot of y'all. Lesson number 18. You can learn anything from anyone, including a fool. And I like that one. This is, oh, I learned a new phrase the other day. It's called the, um, uh, what is it? The self-righteous narcissist. These are people who are narcissistic in a way that they are like, pious they think that they're above everyone else and they hold themselves to a high religious moral standard right so these are motherfuckers that don't drink they don't curse they don't go to no club they be in a church every sunday with their lap skirt on and they slip on up under their skirt with their legs crossed correctly and they spat their gum out before they sat down on the pew okay so these are the people that feel like because they are so much above everyone and they think that they are so much smarter than everyone that they feel like they can't learn from someone that is below them or below their economic status or tier, which is very pathetic if you ask me. Because a wise person would definitely know that that they can learn something from a fool. But the question is, is can a fool learn something from a wise person? How many times do we have to teach you this lesson, old man? I love the young people. Lesson number 19. If you can't be real with yourself, who the fuck can you be real with? This shit is so, say it with me, real. Like, a lot of y'all be lying to yourselves. And I don't, I don't know if y'all be trying to impress yourself or trying to impress me, okay? And y'all be lying to yourselves in the most simplest ways. The filters, these makeup, these fake ass hairlines. Hell, y'all got motherfucking Drake and Kanye out here getting BBLs and fake ab surgery. Y'all be lying to yourselves, and if you lying to yourself, then who the fuck can you be real? Like, who who can you be real with? You know? Hey, what? I mean, what the fuck do I know? I've just only been living on this bitch for about twenty six years. Maybe I ain't learned nothing. But I do encourage you, for those who are listening, is to learn to be as brutally honest. Be realistic with yourself. Be very realistic. That don't mean dream, don't dream big. That don't mean shoot, don't shoot for the stars. That means be realistic with yourself. Examine yourself, analyze yourself, and be real. Be fucking for real. Lesson number 20, move and speak with intention. One of the most problematic things I fucking hate is a motherfucker who just speak with no motherfucking intention. These bitches is talking a bunch of jibber jabber. <laughs> but they're not really saying too much of nothing. That is someone who is extremely ignorant. I cannot stand a motherfucker that just be gab and got the gift of gab, run their motherfucking mouth all motherfucking day and ain't said nothing intelligent, nothing fucking accurate. You just talking and starting up mess. That is super silly, and you bitches need to be fucking stopped, okay? Y'all need to learn to start moving with intention and speaking with a purpose. That's the only way you're going to make it out the motherfucking trenches, amen? Amen. Lesson number 21, the key to life is breath. Now, this was something that I learned in a very high moment in my life i was um in a rotation a smoke blunt rotation with these um real notorious gangsters in my um city and um they like some flat earthers they're some real nice people and they was and i asked that nigga what you think the key to life is and he said breath and it's like my mind opened up because number one how else you gonna live life if you're not breathing but more in depthly it reminded me the importance of meditation, monitoring the way that you breathe, taking time out and enjoying life, stopping to smell the roses, i.e. the key to life is breath. Take one and make sure that motherfucker don't stink. I've been talking to Mike. I'm ready to just damn it, get rid of everybody. Have I ever acted up? Your breath has. 
Lesson number 22, your bad day is your bad day. This is something that I learned when I was in high school from one of my sergeant majors when I was the rear ROTC cadet. Star, shout out to the staff battalion. Um, my sergeant major used to always tell us that, i.e., when you are having a bad day, do not project your bad day onto other people. You, you cannot expect other motherfuckers to be in a bad mood just because you was in a bad mood. Y'all need to learn that your bad day is your bad day and handle it accordingly. And it also leads and means that if you're having a bad day, you don't always have to have a bad day. If you choose to see your day as, as if it was terrible, the whole 24 hours of it, then, then you, that's you. But you need to learn how to change your perspective. Lesson number 23. Sometimes peace resembles boredom. This is something that I learned in the last year of my life as I turned 25. I was deep off in the country with nothing to do, and I was broke as hell, and I was very bored, and I was trying to find ways to entertain myself. And as I was learning and entertaining myself by myself, I started to think and I realized that although I was bored, I didn't have any stress. I was actually at peace with myself and with my surroundings. And it's important to remember not to confuse boredom, peace with boredom. Learn to be able to differentiate between the two. Number 24, respect is earned, not given. Bitch-ass niggas. Do not come around me. Talking that gangster ass shit, that doodoo breath ass shit, thinking that I, Morgan Alexis Gray, at my grown ass age of 26, thinking that I'm gonna give you respect just because there's a dingaling between your legs or because you have a water cash in your hand, you better do something in order for me to respect you. Y'all motherfuckers think way too much of yourself. Humble yourself. Lesson number 25. Do what you do, and they'll do what they can do about it. This is one of my favorite rules to live by. I do whatever the fuck I want to do. I go wherever the fuck I want to go. I smoke whatever blunt I want to smoke. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to eat whatever the fuck I want to eat. You know why? Because I'm going to do what I want to do. And one thing somebody else going to do is do what they can do about it. And if they can't do shit about it, then it ain't none of my motherfucking problem. This is pimpology. And I'm putting you motherfuckers on game today. And let me tell you something. If I was y'all, I would listen to me. Okay? Because cause I'm doing something right. I'm 25. I'll be 26 April 9th, 19 in 2023. I'm going to be 25. I ain't got no kids. I ain't never been to jail. I ain't never seen the inside of no cop car. I got my degree. I got my own house. I got my own car. Okay, it sounds like I'm doing something right. I'm sitting up here on your radio and you listening to me through somebody's speakers. Okay, I would listen to me. Because it sounds like Morgan Gray is winning. You hear me? Lesson number 26. And this is the most important lesson. It's better to ask for forgiveness than to ask for permission. Now, although I am a black woman living in America society, I do like to think to think about the audacity of a lot of white men who are very prominent in the American culture. People like Jeffrey Epstein, somebody who never graduated from college, never earned a degree, never worked on Wall Street, but was able to lie his way into millions of dollars. People like Joe Biden, who was the president of the United States and and, and was caught in charge for plagiarizing when he was in high school. You know, who that nigga from New York, the one who's the representative, the one, the one who be lying, uh, Santos, motherfucking, be like George Santos. 
a motherfucker that'll get up there and pretend like he own fucking veterinary clinics and 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 businesses and he got money and he is not a drag queen. You you it is better to get up there and do what you gotta do, regardless if they gonna like it or not. Do what you wanna do. And you get up there and you ask for forgiveness later, okay? It is better to act decisively and apologize for it later than to seek the approval of others and act and risk delays, okay? Other motherfuckers don't know better than you. And you don't know how it's going to work out in the end, you know? Do what you got to do. Do as thou wilt, as Alice Crawley once said. Do what you got to do, and they'll do what they can do about it. All right. This has been TT's um, 26 lessons that she has obtained over the last uh, 26 years. And I hope you guys enjoyed it. This is from my heart to y'all's. Amen. I'm not your enemy. I'm your hero. You know, cheer up. You should be happy I'm here. <laughs> you know, I'm showing you bitches how to do it. Shout out to the slaves. Yeah, shout out to the slaves. You feel me? Shout out to Harriet Tubman. That shout out to she's bitch. a real nigga. Shout out to the real niggas. And shout out again to all those people who hate my guts. Y'all are doing a justice and an effort to the world. Keep breaking these men down one at a time. You are obsessed and sick. And we are back with the big black shout out, the blackest, most colored shout out in the world. See, here at the Afrocentric Podcast, the big black shout out is an opportunity to help circulate the black dollar back into our communities and for audience members to explore black owned hidden gems. Yes, and I have two black women that I would like to shout out. Now, the first girl. She did my her. She did my shit. She slayed and laid it to the motherfucking side. My homegirl, Anaya. Uh-huh. Matter of fact, Anaya's business is called Hair by Anaya. That's A-N-I-Y-A-H. She located in Starkville, Mississippi, and sometimes her ass be in Memphis, Tennessee. And her mission is mainly to make women feel beautiful while protecting their hair. And let me tell you something. Anaya grip game so motherfucking strong. Bitch, if you saw my scalp right now, you'd think I had maybe like a 2C. And I got blonde. She took the fuck out of this nigga here. Do you hear me? Anaya do butterfly locks. She do soft locks. Cuban and spring twists. And she also does knotless braids. And she provide the hell. Whatever color you want. Bitch, this is Willy Wonka and Anaya is got the hair factory. Okay. And people can find my girl Anaya on Instagram at hair by Anaya. That's H-A-I-R period by B-Y Anaya A-N-I-Y-A-H. Shout out to you, Anaya. Yes. Somebody going to be pulling on this hair for my birthday. Day. I get behind your horn, then I be like this. I be like this. What you doing, son? Digging that pussy. Feed it back down. What we doing? Next, I would like to be shouting out a sweet girl that I met at the gas station on Saturday night. Her name is Lydia. And y'all. She is so cute. Okay, so Olivia does makeup, and the name of her makeup business is Divine Feminine Beauty. Period. And she is located in Eupora, Mississippi. Y'all, Lydia and her homegirl was out there stepping in all black, fishnet, lace, skirts, dresses, white toes. They was giving everything, okay? And Lydia said her mission and her goal is to make women feel as gorgeous as they are. And I enjoy seeing women confident. And while she's doing makeup, she usually listens to music and converses with her friends. In fact, Lydia don't even like to refer to her people as clients because for each appointment, she feels like y'all is friends. Ain't this so sweet? 
So Lydia feels like it's important for women to come together and actually connect. And if she can do that by using her talent, well, by God, that's what she going to do. And she going to do it with content. Yes, Lydia do makeup. And you can find her. You can find my girl Lydia at L-Y-D-I-A-G-R-D-N, Lydia Garden. Yeah, so shout out to them lovely black women. Baby, Lydia makeup was so cute when I had seen her. I had said, excuse me, miss. I seen you from across the room. No homo. All right, so if you have a black-owned business and you would like a shout-out or you know somebody who got a black-owned business and they is not doing well and they in need of a shout-out, you make sure that you are emailing me at Afrocentric podcast at gmail.com that's afrocentric podcast at gmail.com please forgive me for any sins in which i committed those i know of and those i don't know of lord lord please forgive me for beating this bitch ass today lord lord please forgive me for thinking about beating her ass again lord please rebuke all these demons that's in this house lord i pray it's not really you, necessary and we are back once again born sinners rejuvenated by his grace and mercy welcome back to the afrocentric church of the living god where the faith runs through the blood of jesus yes for those who do not know tt also does the altar call and this here altar call is the final segment for any podcast episode and i'm just here to let my people know that i'm here and i'm yet praying and hoping and fasting and leading and believing in the word of god in christ today Yes, and today we are going to be sending up a prayer to God on my behalf. Yes, God, we come to you, oh precious Jesus, Heavenly Father. I'm asking that you put the holes into a giving spirit, dear Lord. I heard that you dear god was a part of the blessing business and in fact i heard that you once said that i would be blessed in the city you said that i would be blessed in the field you said that i would be blessed when i came in and when i went home and oh lord i'm i I remember i remember in your book in exodus that you were the one that provided manna from heaven to the israelites after they wandered in the desert for 40 days and 40 nights and lord i'm just saying that i too would like to see some bread run down from the sky lord lead and guide they money to my hand dear jesus and oh that you would bless me indeed lord i'm asking that you enlarge my territory and that your hand might be with me and that you might keep me from evil and may not cause me pain i'm just your mighty servant lord here on this earth and i'm here to remind the people that yet again that you are the reason for the season yes jesus you got up and let's turn up in your mighty and matchless name sweet jesus Between my booty crack, I'm a hoochie mama slash hood rat. Hoes hate on me cause my coochie fat. Put a perk third in my asshole. Yo, bitch born, she a lame hoe. I fuck good and cap dope, real ghetto bitch with a bankroll. I want a dreadhead like Chief Keep. Put it on him, make him marry me. High box, we in the SRT, ain't no pulling over, we high speed. I'm stank walking on my sexy shit. My back hurt cause I'm too thick. You my nigga, that's my dick. But if you go to jail, they'll call you bitch. Too hard, 
pray you get to my age. No, no one said. I pray you get to my age. Alright, so back Cause up. Cause shit's crazy out Don't here. My face. I just want to thank y'all. I want to thank y'all so much for listening to this freestyle episode. It actually is my birthday. I'm an Aries. If you cannot tell if that means anything to anyone and i just want to thank y'all so much for listening to these lessons i have acquired this wisdom because i've been through a lot of shit hopefully you guys have been able to to latch on something latch on to something like a baby suckling on his mother's breast you know latch on to something i said today amen um if you feel like you want to celebrate my birthday which just so happened to be the day that jesus got back up you can most definitely cash at me. My cash app is dollar sign dang dot morgues. Hold on, let me check. Let me check. Hold on. Let me tell you something. I done had one on yet. No, no, no. No, 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 no. My cash app is dollar sign dang morgues one. That's D A N G M O R G S one. If you. If you're big ballin' and you shot collin' and, and, and you be in the club and if you jump and jump, you send me $26 and you say happy birthday, old lady. Or you say happy, happy birthday, TT. Or you can, um, I, I can hear Stunner Girl in my ear now. Grandma. Grandma. Did Stunner Girl just call Tommy a grandma? All this shit about to go up right now. Grandma. Every day I'ma live, grandma. bitch. Every day I'ma live. Grandma. When I was your age, I could I'm be a grandma to, grandma to you, bitch. It, I, I been talking about you, but guess what? Grandma. But guess what, bitch? You are grandma. never said the things I said grandma. at your age. I was grandma. never on the show, grandma. bitch. And I give. Yeah. yeah, Whatever you feel like you need to do, y'all can send me some money. TT ain't never denied me no money. All right, so I just want to thank y'all so much for choosing to be Afrocentric today. I just want to remind y'all that black lives matter. Listen and protect black women. And the only thing that you must do in this lifetime is be black and die. And here at the Afrocentric Podcast, you know, we just we just civilized people. And we here and we having civilized conversations. All right, I love y'all. All right, I'll talk to y'all soon. Bye-bye. I ain't 40. I'm grown, but I'm not 40. I haven't touched 40 yet. I can't wait to touch 40, bitch. I wish I was 85 so I could really shit on you hoes and be like, I'm grandma. I'm, I'm motherfucking great grand. I really want to be great grand to you hoes. That's what I really want to do. But bitch, I'm not there yet. That's the only comeback that these hoes got. And that's weird because if I am, I'm the illest. Huh?